period. Aloha, I'm Sasha Colby, former Miss Continental. I am singer, dancer, activist, and all-around goddess. Oh, wowie wow wowzer. Yes. Come on, body. Yes. Body. Am I the body queen? Am I the body? I am the body queen. No, I'm the body queen. Should we go home? <laughs> I am fierce, ferocious, and ready for battle. I am Sasha the warrior princess. <laughs> Everybody knows who Sasha Colby is. Sasha Colby is a legend. Sasha is competition. It's a little intimidating. Everybody's jaw is on the ground, myself included. I'm Sasha, by the way. I'm Glitzy. Everybody knows Sasha Colby. <laughs> Sasha Colby. Shit. Shit. They literally were all Willow Pill when she walked in. <laughs> I know. It's so weird that we, I feel like that the, the infamous clip, the, the Carrie Col Colby comes in. My drag mother is Sasha Colby. Sasha Colby. Sasha Colby. Sasha Colby. That was like the sample of the wedding cake that we got this episode of Sasha. Mm. Then, and you know what I mean? It was like, yeah. we got the full experience of everyone freaking out over Sasha Colby. Ugh. God, Sasha Colby. And, you know, not for nothing, when she was announced on the cast and then this episode, I feel like people were talking about Sasha Colby, uh, whether it was like, oh, I, you know, she's overhyped or, oh, she's not hyped enough or she deserves all the hype uh, that all those conversations still happening it doesn't matter what you were saying. You're still talking about the fact that she's on the show. And, you know, you could be worried that it's going to be like a Kelly Mantle or a Willem or, you know, somebody that comes in with a huge reputation. But there's something different about Sasha Colby. I just think she's so beloved. I mean, I think even Michelle during the runway was like, oh, my God, I have to stop myself from fangirling right now. And I was like, did Michelle say that? Did one of the judges say that because i think i think you can all go home you know yeah yeah shit yeah i think the answer is shit da -da 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 -da. there's always that little musical beat in the uh -huh, background uh -huh. oh let's listen to it wait it's tasha colby this is this is the tiniest note but during this episode when sasha was talking about carrie being her drag daughter they played that same music no and was like, way enough <laughs> No way. So okay. Weird. So, I mean, because I know it because I've heard that clip 10,000 yeah, times. Yeah, we, we listened yeah. to it a thousand times. I, yeah, Sasha Colby comes in. It's, it's one of those just huge impacts of an entrance. It's one of those things that I noted about these entrance lines. I didn't really take any entrances away except for, well, the Ornasia's, but. Sasha Colby, I guess the nuance of the twins, because two of them came in was interesting and they were last. But Sasha Colby coming in, it was just like, boom. Well, and, and I I know that there have been queens in the past that like they walked in and like a lot of the girls recognized her. I mean, mm. lest we forget Jasmine Masters at the sight of Kennedy goddamn Davenport freaks out. I believe the quote is, I'm geeked. I'm geeked. <laughs> So well, that's everybody reacted. Yeah, to but Kennedy like goddamn Davenport. <laughs> but it wasn't like the whole room knew who she was right away the way Jasmine did. And yeah. so I don't know if we've ever had 
on any of the franchises a queen walk into this much fanfare there have been like oh my god it's art simone or oh my god it's you know whoever um across the franchises or the seasons but like i don't know why art simone was the first example i thought of but uh this feels like the closest to rupaul walking in the room and you know saying hello 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 you know what i mean yeah well i mean it's i don't know it's not coco peru it's well, not you know what i mean i, I mean, feel like sasha colby Sasha Colby is still she's known she should be known uh, if you're if you're competing on Drag Race. Right. But I'm not going to lie. I'm sure there are queens in these workrooms that don't know who Sasha Colby is. Well, you know, I mean, I, uh, I of course, want to pick on the twins. You know, it's like I I mean, it's like everybody else. Was. Everyone else is. Let's go get those indoor kids, you know. <laughs> Well, it's like they look like outdoor kids on the outside, but they are yeah. indoor kids. Oh, no, you know? Mary. I have so many little nuanced notes. Yeah. of like, oh, no. They're they're both reading the room in very different ways. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's very interesting to see. Yeah. But at the same time, it's very easy to read that. But at the same time, these, you know, social media, you know, for lack of a better, you know, description, social media queens also spend a lot of time on YouTube. Spend a lot of time watching clips and watching videos and right. maybe more well-versed in some things because – Kind of like Violet Chachki. It's like, well, I've been reading magazines, so, you know, I'm oh, well, uh, doing my research. Well, maybe we'll save it for nuance, but Violet Chachki is uh, taken off the wall again, Mary. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did she? Oh, man, I, I didn't keep up. She, she didn't do anything, but there there is a very famous queen that just, like, called her out by name at Roscoe's. So <laughs> Jesus. Roscoe's is just the, like... Oh, it's messy. And what I love the most about it is that Nasha Lopez hosts. <laughs> oh, Nasha Lopez. Uh, Nasha, Wait, where sister. is it? It's somewhere in here. You know, <laughs> we just added Mary's window. We had to add back so many clips on our soundboard. Um, and so, oh, I... I... Lopez. Yeah, she's but, hosting Roscoe's. Yeah. <laughs> Bitches, I'm back. That's all of the clips on our soundboard. Um, <laughs> that's right. That's what they all say. Yeah, that's what you they know, all they say. They all say that and all the boys say. <laughs> <laughs> and of course. Anyway. Oh, yeah, it's for Fanny Pamara. <laughs> oh, we have a giggle fest. All right, Marys. Welcome back to season 15. We are... Getting the ball rolling. We're so excited. I don't know. I There's a different energy now. I think it's because we did have a little bit of a break mm. from some drag competitions. Not a big break, but a little one. And the energy of Sasha Colby being on the season, just for me as a fan, I think is, ex is exciting for me. Uh, and I got to meet some other queens that I really liked this episode. I really, I mean, I really enjoyed this. I'm, I am excited. I know that, you know, we and a lot of other people kind of got drag race burnout, uh, which is, again, such a rosé problem. It's not even a champagne problem. It's a rosé problem to be tired of drag uh, race. Baby. Uh, baby, I'm tired of drag race. Uh, <laughs> I'm a professional about it. But it's just so gay, you know? But sure. I feel like... I am excited about this. A, I feel like there's a lot of seasonal Marys who maybe took a break or don't listen for the other franchises or other seasons who are back with us for season 15. So welcome back, seasonal Marys. It's exciting to feel y'all out there, um, you know, so to speak. My hands are kept to myself. But uh, also, there's something kind of fresh about season 15. Well, I, I don't know about fresh. I don't see fresh. 
I think it's not in obviously it's like well, we're gonna repeat mini challenges that we've done and maxi challenges we've done for past right. I know that, but there is a structure or an edit that I think is oh, edit. Mm-hmm. It, I think there's a way they're putting the episode together that feels fresher. And we may feel that in future weeks when the episodes are not two hours long. Oh, I know. And that's what I was gonna say. Like I think we didn't really get the full effect of it this week because it was two hours but no i think that's that's where i am seeing freshness i will say to kind of talk about maybe things that aren't fresh one of the ways that we are going to be enjoying this season with you marys is we are on all right mary going to be playing drag race season 15 bingo bingo baby bingo yeah, we are. I didn't yell bingo. Somebody outside yelled bingo. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a my girl, my girl. my girl. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. Um, I can't play bingo without my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're playing bingo. We are. Uh, here's how it's gonna work, and the game has technically already started. Mm, so because right. it includes these first two episodes. If you're a Patreon, you you've already heard us kind of hinting at this idea, but. It's really happening. This is no dream, Rosemary Woodhouse. This is really happening. Yes, it's really fabulous. Big shout out and thanks to at Billy Loves Waffles, Sister Mary Billy, for building this bingo game. You can visit Mary's. Get that pen out. It's also in our description. But it's allrightmary.com slash drag dash race dash bingo. And you can log on right now. And uh, it's a randomly generated bingo card. Uh, if you don't like the bingo card that you that comes up first, you can refresh, and there's a new bingo card. Yeah. And so uh, here's how it's going to work is uh, get yourself a bingo card, take a screenshot, save it, tag us in a story or a post on Instagram that you've got your bingo card and you're playing your season 15 bingo. If you don't have Instagram, you can just send us a message uh, on the website or you can send us an email at allrightmarypod at gmail.com. But you got to let us know you're in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the way I'm going to do it is with my little screenshot each week, I you can you can edit the screenshot and do little markups. And I'm just going to circle each bingo, bingo piece that I get. Um, and uh, we will... Uh, maybe next week we'll do uh, a review of all of the bingo pieces that have perhaps already happened in the first three episodes. Yeah. First three episodes. We'll start next week, but there were some that happened this week, which there I'm just were. Like, so excited There about. were. So like that, so I don't want to like take it away from you yet and just give you the answers. But like there were definitely one or two that I was like, Oh, that's a bingo piece. Mary reference to chocolate. For RuPaul example. tries to brand a queen, for example. Or a reference yeah. to no eliminations in season 14. These are some of the bingo pieces that have happened. Double that, premiere, yes. Yes, no, right, and right. you can already cross off your board. So, um, yeah, the game has already begun. Uh, and you get nuance for free. It's the center square. The center square. And yeah. what's more is say you get bingo well then what happens (gasps) yeah then what happens oh my gosh mary drum roll we have a drum we have a drum roll uh yeah we do actually have a drum roll button there (laughs) 
I need to fucking retire. Because they don't know shit about what I'm talking about. Um, thank you, Paul. So, uh, for winners, and more will be revealed, as RuPaul says, there are prizes. There are there, prizes. There are prizes. Yes. There are prizes. We are using this Drag Race Bingo game as a fun way to roll out, finally, some All Right Mary merchandise. Yeah. So uh, that clip is 36 seconds long. <laughs> yeah, there is no need for that much applause. Like, I understand this is a big this is a big moment. We have been talking about putting things on tote bags for years, mm, but now yes. and not just tote bags. Yes, not just tote bags. So we will be rolling out merch and uh, we'll be giving away prizes. That's the All Right Mary merch. Uh, and then we'll be putting it on sale. So if you don't win bingo or you don't feel like playing bingo or whatever, uh, you can always buy some merch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is for the for uh, this is just to win it for free. Um, for, for free. free. For free. Uh, anyway, that is and, and and just a special disclaimer that is for our first twenty bingo winners because we're like, oh my god, what if like three hundred people win bingo? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not going to be hard to win bingo. It, yeah, they're broad categories. We didn't categories. make it like we didn't make it random things you know yeah we uh, like one like... of one of the squares is acting challenge right you know None of them's we like... want to make it fun four of the queens are from connecticut you know <laughs> we wouldn't make it that weirdly specific you know right the alien goes home first yeah, yeah we didn't two of them that. went viral on tiktok <laughs> oh wait four of them didn't maybe six of them did I don't oh, know. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, so uh, that is allrightmary.com slash drag dash bing uh, drag da drag dash race dash bingo. And again, big thanks, big shout out to at Billy Loves Waffles on Instagram, Drag Race, uh, All Right Mary listener, uh, Sister Mary Billy, we love. And, yeah. And here like, it is. I created something far beyond my fantasies. Thank you, Billy. It's so oh, great. it was like a question that I had for him, and then he's like, "Oh, I could just like whip this up." I'm like, "Oh, I was just gonna try to figure it out," and and then he just yeah, he just did it, and yeah. it, it's designed well. It, he did it in like a, an afternoon. It was just very impressive. So, um, huge thanks to him. Give him a follow. Uh, we love Billy. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Winter is here, Mary, and that is usually my cue to hibernate. Which sounds cozy, but is really just me not exercising, getting sunlight, or eating anything that grew from this earth unless it's fried and salted. So basically, what are you going to do? Watch TV and eat chips? Yeah, looking just like Nomi Malone. Hibernation mode is not me at my best self. On days like that, I try to think about myself at the end of the day and how I want that version of myself to feel. Essentially, me now has to think about me later. Hmm, it sounds like Yoda. A little guidance along the way never hurt nobody. A little guidance like a therapist? Mary, we're in fact talking about therapy. And I do love talking about therapy. Marys, especially at this time of year, if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. That's right. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash AllRightMary today to get 10% off your first month. 
That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash All Right Mary. All Right Mary. This was a massive, you know, uh, epic of Drag Race. This was a, oh, a so long. It Mary. was it, honestly like 120 <laughs> solid minutes of Drag Race. I was like, oh, you mean the like I watched it live on Friday, and I was like, oh my, I'm exhausted. I feel like I'm watching All's Quiet on the Western Front. Oh shit! Yeah, it's like. You know, uh, is she going to take the drapes off the curtain, off the, right. the windows yet? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn anymore. Mm. Just send someone home. Yeah, send somebody home. Uh, send them all home. Send them all home. Oh, we got to get that on Brooks. the soundboard. There is a Brooks. There yes. is a Brooks. Can we get a, uh, a, a, a nine by seven of <laughs> Mistress Isabel Brooks? <laughs> Um, uh, but we I, do need to get she's a child on one of our Marys do. wanted that clip on. We got to get that on. Anyway, I forgot uh, about that one. Yeah. Mistress is not a child, but there are many children on this season, as Sasha Colby would remind us. Oh boy, this is going to be if you don't like RuPaul Charles Junior High, you're going to hate this season. <laughs> oh man, it. But, but I what I do appreciate about this episode is that they. You know, there's some. I have some complaints, right? As we 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 will and we should. But one of the things that I did like is they didn't. The editors didn't kind of cut any corners by showing us both sides of the equation, right? You do have these young Instagram queens and valid reasons why their drag is valid, right? Um, but then you also have the other perspective. So it's not like, you know, it's not like we're just having these old shoes to throw them out soon, you know? Oh, I mean, I, I felt like every time it felt like we were focusing too much on like, you know, I mean, just because I do drag in my living room does not mean that I'm not a superstar. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, for God's sake. Then they would cut to like Malaysia or Isabel <laughs> being like, you know, here's the thing. It's not that I don't like social media. And I'm like, thank you. I just needed to know that like, <laughs> like there is – Basically, you're showing me this, and then you're showing other people being annoyed by this thing that I'm also maybe not feeling. So you're clearly saying something about what I'm seeing. You know what I mean? You're yeah, using the other yeah. queens to comment on these conversations. You know, I I mean, I guess we're kind of jumping into this conversation a little, a little bit, but I did appreciate and kind of was mostly convinced by Lux, Noir London, uh, when she was like, well, you know, I turned 21 during the pandemic and I wanted to start doing drag before that. So the only place to do that is on social media and on the internet. And it's like, I, I was just like, that is so valid. I mean, I think, th I think I would also say this episode did make a lot of efforts to make a solid case for like, this is kind of how it works now. Yeah. And, uh, and just, and, and I mean, if you really think about it, like if you're good on camera, that's really only going to benefit you if you're trying to make it big and drag, you know what I mean? Right. Right. So, oh, for sure. There's and, a I lot mean, there. It, there is a lot there. The, her other point was like, it's kind of like a, a digital portfolio. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, you could talk about Broadway, actors that want to make it on Broadway a lot of the times they're being asked how many followers do you have yeah. uh, just to be in the chorus Mary it's it's pretty outstanding um, and by outstanding I mean you know the other version of the word outstanding that now that follower count that presence is important 
I feel like it's in so many industries. I feel like you hear about, hear about that in the music industry now that it's like, mm -hmm. okay, well, how many followers do you have? Because there's like, you need to be the, the built-in marketing engine here. Yeah, you know? it's built-in marketing, right? Yeah. Because exactly, that's exactly what it is. Uh, if you don't have fans, what's that quote? Oh, if we don't have fans, we don't have a league. That's the quote. Oh, the right, home. right. Yeah. yeah, so you tell Mr. Chocolate Bar he's not taking me down. That's right, May. <laughs> well... I, you know, let's, I, there is, oh God, I have so many notes, not that we have to talk about all of them, but as I was like, as after I finished, I was like, Jesus, that's two hours worth of notes, but let's, uh, let's just, you know, we've never actually talked about any of these queens mm -hmm. except for Tasha Colby. Tasha Colby. Yeah. So, you know, we'll at least, you know, say their names on this podcast. Irene Dubois comes in, uh, sister of Bosco from Seattle. Yes, an alien. An alien from, in corrective shoes. And originally, <laughs> originally from Texas. Oh, who said that? Who? Laganja. Laganja. That's right. Originally from Texas. Oh God. You know this is this is uh, maybe something we'll talk about more in nuance. But because we've both been on a Project Runway journey, we mm. have to talk about how what Laganja was wearing in the stand-up uh, challenge is an Angela Kessler outfit. Uh huh. Uh, like rosettes. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh, the little the little sure. dress. The, the 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 vest. It's basically like one of Angela Kessler's looks for the dog <laughs> challenge. So, just you know, for uh, the seven people out there who care about Angela Kessler. Uh, oh, and isn't Angela Kessler from Portland? She was from Ohio, but she gives oh, big oops. Portland Sorry. energy, so Sorry. you wouldn't be wrong. Who's so. the one? Oh, Get It Out of Here is from Portland. Uh, Michelle Lesniak, yeah. No, no, no. Michelle, she is as well, but Mondo's... Oh, sorry. Gretchen. Gretchen. Gretchen is also from Portland. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Which just totally makes sense to me. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so Irene comes in. She's got different eye sizes. She's been doing drag for 10 years. Um, she came in, and I didn't think she was going to go home first. I did not see it coming. I'll say I did not see it coming until, obviously, the... Um, the challenge the itself challenge. but you, yeah. but we all do this is as the queens come in it's like oh god look at her oh she's barely in the competition you know i mean uh -huh. it's uh and vice versa look at her she's so polished like you know she's not going anywhere you know i i didn't get this from her entrance look but during the challenge and then her runway i was like oh chanel is here mm, big time Big time Chanel vibes. I mean, my emotional state was very emotional. We need to get that <laughs> on the soundboard. And we love Chanel on this podcast. Uh, so it's just, it's it's a little unfortunate that she left. I know some people are like, not the queen that wanted to throw shade being thrown off first. It's interesting, right? I mean, she was really trying or assuming kind of an old-fashioned drag race work uh -huh. like the shade she was throwing would have made she would have fit in perfectly in season three. Oh, completely you know i will say there did seem if somebody's gonna make their whole personality about throwing shade i'm gonna throw shade or i'm gonna call shade right mm -hmm. i'm just kind of like yeah i don't know if that's how it works it did seem like she was trying shit it was probably a little bit too much pride about it which like stopped people from getting to know her right mm -hmm. i don't know it almost like she was delineating the rule as oh you throw shade even if you don't know the person and i'm kind of like is that how it goes well i mean i feel like 
I don't because I think then once Lux Noir London came in and she was just like reading her and I was like, you don't even know her. Yeah, what's She's going from on? East Orange, New Jersey. She's a little East Orange. You couldn't tell an East Orange from a West Orange from a South Orange. And she seemed like so excited and happy to be there. And then here's Irene being like, uh, girl. Yeah, your face <laughs> is a brick. <laughs> yeah, your face is a brick. And you got, you know, screwed out of that wig, you yeah. dumb bitch. 29 inches. <laughs> NYU, Lonnie. Right. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, I it, yeah. it was it was a weird interaction, I, and I was on Lux's side, even though I do like when queens are unfiltered and shady. You know, I think in this situation it was um, it's it's very different once Isabel shows up and, and Mistress mm. and Irene can read each other. That feels different because they know each other or they they're on the same wavelength. But like Lux yeah. is coming in like, all right, I'm throwing around this hair, and then here's this. <laughs> You know, here's this this, this old this, Seattle queen. This, yeah, this old sea witch over here who's just like, well, look at your stupid hair. You, know? <laughs> you idiot. That's yeah. not 40 inches. Whoa, dragon, New Jersey. What's that like? Right, right. You're not the prettiest there. Yeah, uh. I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. You know, it's an interesting it's an interesting kind of tangent because both have to be both have to have that agreement of interaction and it seems like irene was imposing like well no this is how this is how i am so this is how you need to be and i don't think that's i don't think that's fair or right like if i i know that i can be kind of loud and um you know make jokes or whatever but when i yell i sound like your mother <laughs> i sound like your mother yeah. but like if i am around somebody and i get that their energy is different or that they're new or whatever i'm gonna you know, I'm going to adjust. And it seemed like Irene just didn't, that wasn't, that's not Irene's tune. She's just like, no, it's, it's this. And you're wrong if you're not going my way. Well, looks like she's the only one going her way because she's going well, home. She went home. She went she home. She went back on her spaceship yep. and uh, just, you know, beamed out of there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, next we got uh, Aura Mayari, who is... You know, uh, she's got biceps. I remember that. Oh, she, I mean, she she's very, very, very pretty, Mary. She's very pretty. She's very pretty. She's very pretty in and out of drag. There's a lot of pretty there. Um, <laughs> is she pretty? Is she pretty? Is she pretty? No. You know, because we added that to the list. But it's... <laughs> well, you know, Aura, the thing with Aura, Mary, and I will say about a lot of these entrances, like the first 10 minutes of each of the queens... Uh, you know, each set of queens. And somebody mentioned this on Instagram, but it is very like AI generated drag queen speak. It, it I'm is. here to slay. And oh, I'm a bitch. I'm flawless. I'm effervescent. I'm a diva, period. It's all. And I'm just kind of like, oh, I don't remember any of you now. <laughs> well, right, right. Like you, you can't be the baddest bitch in the house if seven other queens are in the living room telling me they're the, the yeah. baddest bitch in the house. Yeah, you know? and there's some kids playing in the basement, you know? <laughs> they think they're the baddest bitches in the house. There's someone in the backyard mowing the lawn, and if you ask her, she thinks she's the baddest bitch in the house. So which one is it? <laughs> and then there's Sasha yeah, Colby, that, who's obviously yeah, the baddest <laughs> bitch in the house. Well, Sasha Colby's in the master bedroom. You know what I yeah, mean? No, like, she's Sasha up, Colby's mm -hmm. upstairs yep. reading a book, you know? Yeah, she's Meryl <laughs> Streep and she-devil. Yeah. <laughs> uh. 
Yeah, love Sasha Colby. Um, well, I, I, you know, I like these queens, but I, I just wanted to comment. Like Aura said, you know, I'm here to slay bitches, and I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like, well, in, in the sense of like, well, Irene is saying, oh, drag queens are supposed to read each other. If this is also what drag queens are supposed to say to, you know, end our competition, okay, then yeah, then I'll sign on. But I don't know. It seems like the entrance lines have lost their meaning now. Well, and you know, what's interesting is I think a lot of, of what you're saying will we could also translate to the talent show. Oh, I can't wait to talk about so that. So you're kind so of, I feel like a lot of what yeah. you're saying is like an act one gun of like, same. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So put a pin in that. Um, but or I did appreciate, I, I to be honest with you though, Mary, <laughs> I, I don't know if she's going to make it all the way. I don't know. This is one of those ones where I could be totally duped this could be like a you know a john burr's blonde where i'm like oh all right well you know you'll be gone by boxing day you know but i <laughs> but you know or we could be fooled or you know and and it could be like oh my god or oh, yeah. am i ari yeah you know? i'm always wrong but top uh, four always happy to be wrong i did like her talent um but i she is and she's very 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 attractive so it wouldn't be the worst thing if she got kicked off and then came back as the pit crew so you know i would love to see that happen you know enough of seeing queens come back as judges i want to see queens come back as pit crew uh let's talk about jan's sister marcia and it's not really jan's sister marcia but it's marcia it's marcia 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 dakota schiffer um uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> just a That's little right. i mean you know we don't even have to say it anymore we are no, we won't to say compare it. queens say there's 800 yeah. of them yeah. um it's basically it a game of guess who you know that's right uh, but Marsha, yes, is a you know one of those as she even jokes, weaponizing her BFA, mm. um, musical theater kids from New York who's got a you know a touch of chapstick and some human hair wigs and a turtleneck, and she's here to play. It's a, t- a tube a tube chapstick and a dance belt. It's from <laughs> Waiting for Guffman. Well, I was just taking a part of it. She doesn't have a dance belt on. She doesn't oh, have fucking okay. nothing on under that. <laughs> She doesn't have anything on. God forbid there was any padding beyond her hip bones. Oh, my God. I loved when Michelle was like, you young queens don't like to pad. Yeah. Like, if if I can't see your pelvic bones, then apparently it's not drag. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, Marsha, I, you know, I was kind of like, oh, when she came in, she certainly proved me wrong during her talent show. Uh, She had one of the most memorable talent shows, in my opinion, one of the most well kind of constructed using a talent that wasn't lip syncing to a produced track that was, you know, produced for her. But I, I, when she came in, I was like, okay, everybody loves the Marsha Brady moment when she gets hit in the face with a football, right? Everybody loves that moment. I mean, it's such like an old reference in a way that I appreciate that she's keeping it alive. Yeah. Cause I, I just feel like, you know, the, the kids now they're like, okay, I mean, you know, their reference to the, the Brady bunch is the movie from the nineties, you know? Well, which is that's fine. a great reference. That's 30 years ago, Mary. And there was, <laughs> and, well, God, you know what kills me? This little bitch is probably referring to the movie, not the show. Probably. But I will say <laughs> the the way that it happened in the movie is way better than on the show. I know. But like there's just an idea of like, oh, it's a Brady Bunch reference. <laughs> yeah. With Shelley Long. Oh, yeah. Mary, dinner's ready. Oh, my no. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jan, she she imagines it over and over and over. It's hilarious. Uh, I also love 
Christine Taylor's line reading of now I'll never be a teen model. Oh, uh, the way she kind of throws her head left to right when she says it. Yeah. She cracks on the word model. It's so good. <laughs> well, still, I think I just realized that now that Marsha, Marsha, Marsha is probably making a reference to the movie, not the show. <laughs> well, good for her. You know, I, I do. I do kind of appreciate that she knows what her brand is. I don't think a lot of these queens do. And you can tell that during their talent show. Um, but yeah, BFA musical theater. I do think that she's going to go far because I think she has the chops to do a lot of what this brand of drag is asking them to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'll be curious to see how she steps up the drag similar to what Dakota had a challenge for on Drag Race UK mm. of like, okay, well you have the benefit of just kind of, you know, looking at the makeup and you're beautiful. So now really get yes, into it. Yes. And I, I need to just kind of say this now though. I understand that kind of like, Oh, you have nothing on, but during her, her talent show, you know, she had the the braces and the glasses and like she was she was doing a drag version of a of a nerd. I thought that was cool. I no, I, I think she was certainly in a character for the performance. But, you know, it was interesting. I think what stuck with me was when they said that to her of like, you know, we're going to be watching. And then they cut to like Irene in Chanel drag. And it's like, OK, well, I guess yeah. I, I, I kind of see what they're saying, you know, Irene, Irene. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh an, okay, Anetra. And I might call her Luminestra, Alestra, uh, Anetra. I just, I need to get it right. Is Anitra. it Anitra? Anitra. <laughs> it's, well, it's Anitra. Great. I <laughs> I love Anitra. And Mary, like, this is not meant to sound shady, but she came in and I'm kind of like, okay, Detox meets Samantha Valentine's. Did you also get Bandit, though, from Drag Race uh, Thailand? Okay. I see it. I, I definitely see it. Like, no question. Yeah, because I think that's what I got first, and I was like, oh, I love this. And oh, I love this. Yeah. Anitra, I mean, I I expected her kind of early on, and I think this was kind of the edit of The Quiet One. I was like, okay, maybe in a few episodes she'll pop for me. But wowie, wowie, Anitra. Anitra. Uh, I still see so much detox in her, and I guess it's the nose. But, mm. yeah, Anitra was great. Do I think that she should have won the episode? I, I, it could have gone either way between her and another queen, um, and I probably would have picked the other queen. Uh, but that okay. is no shade. She made a huge impact, and I would be shocked if she wasn't in the top five. I mean, I that this is the question, and I think this is also maybe something that will end up on the bingo board, bingo board later this season. But. I forgot to look back at like queens who win the talent show. How do they end up faring? I put this on the bingo board. Uh, the winner of the first challenge makes the finals. Well, yeah, no, I know that's what I was saying. Is like I know this will be on the bingo board, but in just in terms of like <laughs> drag race trivia, how often does the winner of the first episode's talent show go on to be in or win the finale? Yeah, I mean the talent show is kind of new to drag race right it started i think on season 14 but otherwise it was only all stars correct me if i'm wrong mm, i but think I... so yeah yeah so season 14 it started and cornbread won oh. her episode and then you know her she... ankle crumbled yeah her ankle yikes yeah. uh put a little honey butter on that 
Yeah, and it was chocolate, so she yeah. couldn't come back. Mm. <clears throat> um, and then the other winner of the talent show was... I forget. Oh, because there were two premieres, right? Yeah, there were two premieres. Um, I'll look that up really quickly. Okay. Do you have yeah. any other thoughts on Anitra? Um, no, I, 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 she's from Vegas. And so, uh, as Derek Thank Berry you. once said, place your bets on me if you like to win. Well, uh. <laughs> as Nomi Malone would say, you got to gamble if you're going to win. Hey, you know, uh, different places. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, if while you're looking for that, that up, I can I can move us. I have to... it here. Oh, great. Yeah. So. Um, oh, Carrie Colby won the mini challenge. Good for her. Oh. Uh, yeah. So Cornbread won that one. And then Angeria. Oh, won the next episode. Oh, well, she ended up in the finale. Yep. So I don't think it's far off to say that Anitra might end up in the finale or the top five. Um, RuPaul certainly just like tried to brand that queen as well with the, you know, better, you better walk your fucking duck. Uh, uh-huh. which is just a hilarious phrase and feels good because of all the cuss sounds. Yeah. I mean, that was, I think, the biggest win for Anitra. It's like she figured out, you know, she did quack the code a little bit. It's like you got to give Ru a rattle. Yeah, you got to give Rue that rattle like Willow Pill. Yeah, Rue loves a rattle. He'll keep Ivy Winters for half the season just so he can keep saying her name. Mary, that's right. Uh, uh, Kennedy, uh, you know, all the airports. Uh-huh. Like, JFK, RuPaul loves LaGuardia, when Kennedy. there's a bit. No, because Newark. RuPaul doesn't really remember their names. But if there's something to attach, like, oh, I'll just say, you know, Marsha, 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 right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. She has to have a bit or he has to have a bit. Yeah, I mean, Stacey Lane Matthews, Lattisaw mm. Q, yeah. Oh, uh, Nina Monina Brown, right? All Nina of the, mm-hmm. the <laughs> all yeah. of the names. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, so Anitra really uh, figured out one of the one of the one of the crackings of the code is to give Rue a rattle. Um, mm. Let's talk about Malaysia. Oh, Mary, I don't know how I feel about Malaysia's drag, but. I fucking live for her in the confessionals. It was so funny this episode or these two episodes. Great commentary energy. Yeah. I really yeah. like Malaysia. I I really wanted cuz we've talked about like I just want a queen to walk into the workroom and her entrance line is I'm just here to fuck. And she <laughs> kind of has that with I'm just here to fox. Fox. The yeah. competition and I was like, "Oh, you should have just left it with fox. That would have been great. I'm just here to fox." <laughs> I just snorted. I apologize. Um, yeah, you know, she is one of the veteran drag queens in this competition. She's been doing this a while, um, you know, as long as, you know, like a Sasha or a Mistress, right? Malaysia is one of the veterans. Um, and I hope that, you know, they don't just like kick her off like Vivacious, you know? Yeah, I, I hope we get to. We didn't really see much of her other than commentary this episode. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like she was a. A supporting character this episode. Yeah, she was first in the drag competition. Like, you know. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I didn't remember anything. I was like, Malaysia, I'm going to just assume she did a lip sync to her own song because that's a pretty. <laughs> that's pl- correct. Yeah, place your bets on that if you want to win. Um, and I was kind of baffled that she's the first Miami drag queen. It's like, that really? is wild. That's yeah. nuts. Like, even Elisa Summers, it's like, no, I feel like they were all like out. Like anywhere but Miami. I think Latrice was like Fort Lauderdale. Oh, was where was what's her face? Where was Alexis Mateo from? Maybe like that's where I was like, I thought she Texas? was Miami. No, I think she was. I mean, 
Alexis Mateo. She was Alexis in Florida, Mateo. but she was somewhere else in Florida. She's Who's like your drag mom. Uh, Alexis Mateo. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, yep, St. Petersburg, Florida. Oh, that's right. She's from St. Petersburg. St. Pete's. St. Yeah. Pete's. You know, I, I this I, I won't go on a tangent. We'll talk about this another time. But I was like, ooh, places to go on vacation. I'm kind of I'm done with Fort Lauderdale. I think I think I've I've done it. It's Fort Lauderdale done for me. But I've heard lovely things about St. Petersburg. I dated a guy uh, in Chicago who was from St. Pete's, and he had not good things to say about it. It's very. Uh, not friendly. Oh, that's a bummer. Mar- Florida Marys, help me out. Uh, yeah, weigh in. It's like pretty red. That's oh, what he was trying to tell me. I think. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, now they red. Oh, oh shoot. This is- <laughs> Good one, Mary. Oh, thanks for letting me use that one. <laughs> now they red. Now oh, they red. Shoot. <laughs> that's one of my uh, favorites. Um, so yeah, so Malaysia, we'll see, we'll see what happens with her. I do think that if they are going to keep her around, it better be for a while for the commentary because she's not mincing any words and I appreciate Mm. that. No, it's great. It's great. Then we got Princess Poppy. Uh, I think it was Malaysia who said she's an she artist and she's sensitive about her yeah, shit. So, I screamed. Yeah. I was like, no, you did not just quote Erica Badu. Like, you better work. That's right. Right. So keep Malaysia just for that quote alone. <laughs> the fact that she brought in, she's an artist and she's sensitive about her shit. I love that quote. <laughs> I love that quote, too. Uh, yeah. Princess Poppy, seven years in drag from San Francisco, uh, did not pop for me. I mean, you know, she is one of of two queens to say the exact line. My biggest achievement in drag is going viral on TikTok. Oh, wow. she's the first one to say that. Uh, and and I nothing against that. Good for her. That is a way that people, you know, are famous these days. She is kind of a, you know, she's got that San Francisco kind of queerdo energy. So um, yeah, yeah. We'll see how, you know, San Francisco Queens don't really go very far on Drag Race. That's true, actually. Oddly enough. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know how far she's going to go. We'll see. I did like her talent show. Um, but there was this little moment. Oh, I almost clipped it, but then it sounded weird after I clipped it. But I think it was Irene when she was reading, God, just reading the baby queens. And she's like, yeah, let me run a flat iron through it real quick. That'll do the job. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think she was talking about um, Marsha and mm. Lux about that. Yeah. Um. I mean, you know, she can stick her ears in her ears. That made me, like, cringe. I was like, oh, don't bend it. Don't bend your cartilage like that. What if it breaks in there? Oh, my God. Uh, then Sasha Colby comes in, and uh, I don't know. They all piss their pants. It's just really fabulous. Uh, I mean, like, it, and in the Talking Heads, Sasha Zeta-Jones. I mean, Jesus. Jesus. I just – she has this, like – hot mob boss energy like i just want her to be like counting money with like big nails and being like something's off something's off why something off you know Uh, i love that she's i feel like she is the ultimate adult in the room oh i wrote that down this is all-star adult in the room yes she may i don't remember there was someone else we had said recently kind of set the bar for adults in the room and i think that sasha just set it higher like, I feel like the producers wouldn't give her the win only because they want to give her an entire new franchise. I think it's too soon to call. I mean, there's that feeling <laughs> of like, I, I don't even want to think know. about it. I don't even want to think know. about it. 
I know she wasn't the best this, this episode, and I think that's fair. Uh, I also, I'm, you know, I'm biased, just like I, I have been with other queens. Uh, I was very biased with Kara Kobe as well. Um, but yeah, no, um, I, I do think she's going to go far. I, I, I don't think it's going to be Kelly Mantle. I think she's good at a lot of things. She's been doing this a while. She's great at competitions, you know? I mean, I feel like what I can tell so far, and like we've all seen the videos, we've all we we everyone knows that Sasha Colby in and of herself is an incredible drag queen. And I feel like that doesn't always translate to drag race challenges or whatever. But I think what she has that's so similar to like RuPaul is like the moment she comes on screen, there's just a like there is that presence and like mm. that is so much bigger than can you sew or did you flub a line or you know whatever did you was your was your talent not as exciting as the others it's like she obviously has that thing that like she has the charisma uniqueness nerve and talent already regardless mm. of how she does in the competition you know right right oh sasha colby god I'm just, uh, yeah, it, it feels good. It feels good. Oh, All right, so we are exciting. 44 minutes in uh, to this podcast episode, Mary. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. We, okay, so let's let's scoot past. I think we took a little bit of time just because we've never talked about most of these queens, but we can, we can scoot along. Obviously, the next queen in the room is surprise Ariana Grande. Oh, this was a great segment, though. This was, I mean, I have to say, I think that she, at least from what I, she's a fucking delight. I think oh, she's yeah, lovely. Oh, yeah, she's a sweetie daddy. I think yeah, she's, she's lovely. Daddy. I don't know why her voice sounds like that now. Um, her voice has changed. Oh, I'm so into it. It's, I know it's, it's put on, but it's so good. It's, I don't know. There's something, I don't know what it is, but that's not how she sounds when we hang out. No, that's not how I mean? you sound when you and I hang out. But she's like, thank you, Rue. I'm having having an out-of-body experience, right? It's very, like, she's almost turning into Anne Dowd. It's really oh, cool. <laughs> my God. <laughs> um, but, no, what I loved about this segment is Lux just coming in with the let us see. That, that killed me. I clapped. I was like, that is what is important. If we don't make these references, we lose these references. It's not just that she came in. It's, Take it off. It's, let us see. Right. It's not just that she did the zipper bit, which was great, but you need someone to go, let us see, mama. Yes. Let us. And Lux brought it. Lux, she gave it. Yeah. Um, we got it. We got it. Uh, so the queens like shit themselves. I will say... <sighs> Can, can I say, am I allowed to say, I'm a little disappointed that she got the inflection incorrect. You know, it's like, uh, I part of me was like, oh, it's not, you know, mother has arrived the way that I know it. But there was something kind of cute and like, like she she knew the reference. I knew she knew the reference because yeah, she, she got it. the zipper wrong or that she did the zipper bit. And so I was like, I I forgave the fact that she said mother has arrived. I was just like, no. <laughs> anyway, we got the real one later, which is, I think, I guess makes it okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because then they had Cheryl Lee Ralph come back in, in Vivacious's outfit and had her do it. <laughs> yeah. Singing does not put food on the table. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. It really, I mean, really, vivacious. Uh, I'm tired. <laughs> she really is the Cheryl Lee Ralph of Drag Race, and I just, I'm so happy to see her. Uh, uh, 
we find out that the prize is now $200,000, which is, you know, uh, I don't think any queen in that workroom was expecting that. Because it was like they did that for all stars, but there's no reason to think that they're going to keep doing that for a main season. But exactly. Yeah. I guess yeah. my question immediately was, well, for all stars, they then like divvied out the other another hundred thousand, uh-huh. you know. And I think actually, no, for season fourteen, uh, Lady yep. Camden got fifty thousand. So uh-huh. this, you know, uh, as Carrie Colby once said, this could be a pretty nice, you know, payday for one of some of these queens once they get to the finale. <laughs> Gary Colby. Um, I was I, I decided that I wanted Princess Poppy to be sent home. The most San Francisco thing you could ever say is she's gonna invest that money in some crypto. Oh God. You know, it just Cancelled. Cancelled. Fired. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't trust I don't trust this Wall Street bets Reddit subreddit bullshit from anybody, let alone you, Princess Poppy. You're a princess, for God's sake. Yeah. I'm not holding nothing. Um. Anyway, we have this season one photo shoot that comes back. Did you watch the show, Tamar? There was like drag race reference, drag race reference right in a row here. Uh, yeah. Because the doors you have opened, Ariana says to RuPaul, uh, I, I'm just, I'm living for whenever they reference the show. I just think that's cute. It makes me feel good as a fan. Um, and it, you know, there are new fans watching, and I feel like those moments that are kept in are for us, not for the new fans. No, like I think the opera glasses joke. Yeah, I think that's right. been something that the payoff is if you've been here throughout the years and you've seen it come back and then kind of get referred to again. And now it's, uh-huh. you know, like now it's moving on to somebody else saying it in front of RuPaul. Like I, I it's like RuPaul's watching his own quote become a thing, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. I like that. Slash turning it into a thing, let's be real. No. Um, well, okay, so we, we have this, you know, speaking of throwbacks, season one throwback, you know, to right. the watery photo shoot. Um, I, I th- My favorite part of all of this is just when Anitra was really struggling during her part and RuPaul was like, What's wrong, Anitra? <laughs> What's wrong, Anitra? What's wrong, Anitra? What's wrong, Anitra? Is... <laughs> I just I one more time. What's wrong, Anitra? <laughs> oh, God. So that's my biggest takeaway. I mean, everybody did, you know, a mixed bag of of things, but I just that quote. As soon as I heard it, I was like, "Well, welcome to the soundboard, sweetheart." <laughs> What's wrong, Anitra? <laughs> What's wrong, Anitra? <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, I love the pit crew has you know thick hoses. Uh, RuPaul mm. just not being afraid to just be a. A pig in a wig, you know? Yeah, well, you called her a pig in a wig. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, you called her a pig in a wig. We have that now, folks. Uh, we do. We do. I'll just say, I mean, I think we, we requisite the Sasha Colby fan podcast here that I know she wasn't having her Campbell soup moment, but the way she was like pushing down the water, I was like, mm. oh, you better work, bitch. You better work. I love when she made that duck face in uh-huh. her confessional. I'm just like, oh, you were a goose, actually. That was a great moment where she was like, and I'm going to show that I'm like, I'm the top model. Supermodel. Supermodel. Yeah. And then she makes that face. And I thought, oh, mom. <laughs> yeah, mom. <laughs> mom. I loved uh, Poppy getting the colonic. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What did she say? Like, every hole that I have, there's water in it. And I was like, girl. <laughs> Relatable content. <laughs> I loved Anitra's eyelash on the quad. Mm-hmm. That was a great little moment. Um, Marsha had, I think we got it. We got it. 
She did have it. I think we got it moment. Uh, and I love that RuPaul was like, are you wearing a turtleneck? And she said, yes. And RuPaul just lost his <laughs> shit. It was nothing funnier to him than the fact that Marsha had a turtleneck on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, you know, or not knowing which one is Bruno. That's also a really funny little moment. Oh, yeah. Um, and I love when RuPaul has this little like the, 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 the one that's basically fucking you when he does that stutter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and you know, Irene wins. Irene won some money, which I think is is good uh, for the queen that goes home first. But yeah. I do wonder, like, did they know she was going home? I mean, I you know, I, I I'm like, I was happy for her and Lucy because I was like, oh man, it's not a good week for you guys, you know? Yeah, yeah, not a good, not a good time. Yeah, I I. I'm happy that she won this money. I do wonder, and I have questions about this later that we'll bring up, but like the producers clearly, I think this is again, I don't know anything, but for me, it's clear that the producers are helping these queens out with their talent show, right? Uh, and I have, you know, some investigative kind of observations about why I think that. And so for the fact that Irene was doing this water bit, I'm like, they must have known. Because this this photo challenge is so uh, the winner of it is it doesn't matter. But like, how would they have known if the if the talent show happened after the photo shoot? You know. No, you're right. But they would have known what her challenge was gonna be, or what her talent was. Gonna oh, be. I don't know if I'm following. I just think that that they made her win. Uh, and they knew that she wasn't going to do well. Oh, because they already knew she was going to do how to make a glass of water. And I was like, oh, yeah. this bitch. I mean, who knows? Because, you know, if it, she was probably obviously trying to recreate like what Willow Pill did last season. Mm. And you might think, you know, Willow Pill's like, well, I'm going to do this kind of thing. I'm going to like dump spaghetti in a tub and Enya's going to play. If I were a producer, I'd be like, all right, honey, <laughs> you do that. So who knows? Um, I mean, you could say there is the, the, the narrative poetics that she won a water challenge and then mm. lost a water challenge, you know? All right. But that's well. more of just like, you know, whatever. That's just looking at the story. Um, I, the one thing I just want to mention in the workroom that I thought you would appreciate is the fact that Lux from East Orange, New Jersey was wearing an Italians Do It Better t-shirt. Mary, I, I was like, oh, thank you for noticing. Thank you for the visibility. I appreciate this. Yeah, I just thought that was so cute. And <laughs> I just I always want to remember that she's from New Jersey because it just it's just important so I can remember. Oh, it's her, you know. no, East Orange. Yeah, no, it's very important. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that shirt made me want her to stay the entire season mm -hmm. makes a big difference so you know we don't have to spend much time on the choreography because i oh, hate choreography story. discussions mm -hmm. uh, or sections of episodes and then having to discuss them yeah <laughs> but i you know the one takeaway is that sasha is mm. like you know i've been a mother for a while and I, you just have to let the kids play and then you're gonna clean up later and i'm oh, just like yeah, yeah. That's where I was like, this is the all-star adult in the room. Nobody has yeah. had bigger adult in the room energy than Sasha Colby right now. That's right. She's she they kept, and also the editors kept showing the shots of Sasha, which I just think is so brilliant. Mm -hmm. It was it was kind of the like the reminder of like, yep, this is chaos. Look at Sasha. Yeah, <laughs> she knows. 
Yeah, she knows because she could do this. Yeah. And she's choosing not to. I love that she was like, when they're all figuring out who's to choreograph, she's like, well, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I choreograph, but, and then there's Marsha like, well, yeah, um, I actually, I've been choreographing for a while, you know, uh, you know, and as soon as I get my Girl Scouts badge in choreographing, then I can officially call myself a choreographer. Um, <laughs> oh, my nose. Yeah. Oh, my nose. Yeah. Dinner's ready. Oh, my nose. <laughs> yeah. And so I just, I choreographed the school dance last year. And so I just like, I thought that was, I thought that was just crazy that it was like, and also very humble of Sasha to be like, okay, Marsha. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do yours. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You do it. Yeah. Okay, Why don't yeah. we see what you have? Okay. Mom. Yeah. You know, mom. Yeah. Cause, cause otherwise, you know, it's uh, Marsha versus Aura. There's this try-hard energy. Mm-hmm. This, I got to prove something. This and is my Sasha's big like, moment. I don't, I don't have to prove anything, girls. It's great. I bet, exactly. She's like, I have zero to prove. Like, yeah. yeah. I, the person it, talking the most in a room is usually the most insecure. Yeah. Sasha Colby got the biggest reaction of all, all of the season 14 queens. Forget the season 15 queens. You know what I mean? Like, she had nothing to prove. Uh, anyway, people are going to hate us for loving Sasha Colby, Mary. Big deal. What do you think about that? Yeah, big deal. Right? You know what? I feel like we can acknowledge when you know what? If you if you came to this episode and you're like, "Yeah, it's so weird. They they really like Sasha Colby. I didn't see this coming." Then I then you're new and you should go back to season 14 because like take a drink every time we played Sasha Colby. Sasha Colby. And you'll be in the fucking hospital. <laughs> that's, that's right. Um, anyway, uh, unless it's you know water, but maybe maybe you'd still. Go hey, careful! Yeah. Cup glass of water gets you get you sent home. <laughs> get you sent home. Yeah, some of them are going. Some home. of them's are going home. Yeah. All right, we have batch two. Uh, we didn't get a baker's dozen. Some of the cookies didn't really make it um, on the first batch, so we tried a batch two to make a full sixteen. And uh, yeah, we get Selena STDs, and she's from WeHo, and it's very clear she's from WeHo. Uh, Selena STDs, Selena STDs. I, I'm gonna say this right up front because it's important that we we recognize this as early as possible. But like, one of my biggest takeaways from from Selena was Principal STDs. I think we've got a Principal STDs this season. Principal STDs, yes, big I agree. principal energy. Big principal energy. Yeah. And she's so fun. She's so engaging. She's done this forever. She's worked with all types of queens. I feel like she can she can walk into any classroom and just pick up where the teacher left off because the teacher had a family emergency. You mm-hmm. know? There's something so professional about Selena that I think is is what's gonna make me want her to go all the way to the finale. She's professional, but she's also got that scoop of like Janelle James and Abbott Elementary. She's also like okay. a bit of a nut. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, you know, I, I wasn't living for the entrance look. I think she's got big pizza queen energy because I don't know if I'm going to love the looks, but I l- love this energy. Oh, yeah. It, she is a perfect example of it doesn't matter what she's wearing. And yeah. that's no shade. It really isn't. It'd be great if she was wearing something great all season, right? I don't know. Yeah. But. It doesn't matter to me because it is what it's everything else that she's bringing to this character. Yeah, I'm very excited about Selena. So, uh, and then, she loves pizza, and she loves pizza. And by the way, we should just say it right now because there might be new Marys. Uh, pizza Queen. This is a very important decision we have to make every season about which queen is our pizza queen. Our pizza queen is, of course, defined by being. Uh, a queen that we love regardless of how she does in the challenge or how she looks on the runway because just like pizza, 
even when it's not good, it's still pizza. And we love pizza, just like Selena. Just like Selena, yes. Yeah, uh, the original Selena. But I feel like this Selena probably doesn't mind pizza either. Yeah, I'm sure she does, you know. Um, I love that she called this season Rue's Quinceanera. That, you know, not everybody's going to get that joke, Mary. Yeah, you've got to you got to do your Duolingo to get that joke. <laughs> uh, we get Amethyst, the first Connecticut queen to come in. Um, you know, there's three three Connecticut queens. There's also like four Los Angeles queens, but that's another story. Yeah, that, I guess there's been more Los Angeles queens than Connecticut queens on Drag Race. You know, <laughs> uh, but Amethyst comes in. Amethyst looking like Andy Samberg. I've heard Andy Samberg. I've heard Nathan Fielder. My first one was Eugene in Greece. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's who I saw. <laughs> Out of drag, obviously. Eugene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. No, I see that. I see like a young Andy Samberg though for sure. Yeah, uh, there's a there's a real there's a there's a nerdy cutie patootie in there. Um, oh, totally. Uh, and and a, and a drag race fan, you can tell. Mhm. Uh this is the second queen to say my biggest achievement is going viral on TikTok. Mm. So yeah. these are, you know, uh, and, and, you know, I was just thinking there are queens in the past who say I won Miss Continental, I won this pageant, I won that. And, like, maybe this is a new version of that, like, that kind of laurel that you can rest on, you know? Mm, laurel. Laurel airs. Yeah. Uh, yes, Amethyst. Amethyst is a early out for me. And this is no shade. I'm just looking at the whole cast and love your girl. I think that there's you have huge things ahead of you. And I think... I'm glad she's on. I feel like we saw some things this episode that felt like reservate, like things that one, you know, mistakes younger queens make mm -hmm. that were just right. like, oh, this is kind of like once they say that you're like making mistakes younger queens make, it's basically like club kid shoes on Dracula. That's you know? correct. Yes, yes, and she was very funny in her challenge. Oh, I mean, the thing is, like in the talent show, that's my kind of drag. Like, mm -hmm. I, I. Thought she was very funny. Yeah, but we'll you don't need to wear heels for me. Absolutely no, not. But on no. this show, you do. Yeah. Um, and then finally, we got sort of from Connecticut, but from Queens. I don't know where oh. in Queens she is, but I'm in Queens. So. Oh my God, Jax. Jax. Jax Simone exclamation Biles point. Yeah. Jax exclamation point. That's what I said. I was like, oh no. Oh, uh, Jax. Jax exclamation point. <laughs> Well, that's going to stick. <laughs> oh, but she's so good. Yeah. Oh, my God. She, you can tell, though, that she's she's not from Queens. She's from Connecticut when she's like, I was an Olympic gymnast, a cheerleader. I'm like, these yeah. are all Connecticut sports. You're giving me Darian, <laughs> honey. You're giving me Darian. Um, yeah. It's like, okay. She's, she, yeah, she's from there. She's very preppy. She even said it. I'm just like, okay, I see it. Um, and, oh my God, she is going to win every lip sync except for the one she goes home on. Oh, she's, I mean, and this was one who came in and I thought, oh, you know, Compared to some of the others, the makeup was maybe a different, mm. seemed like a different level. And I was like, oh, okay. And you're just, you know, the, the outfit was not as as over the top as some of the others. I was like, okay, we'll see. I don't know about Jax. Queen's queen, lover, you know. Um, and for any of our Housewives Marys, uh, please tell me you're getting Real Housewives of Potomac's Candace Dillard here. Because, Mary, this is worth a Google. The extent to which Jax looks like Candace, C-A-N-D-I-A-S-E, I-I-C-E, excuse me, is insane. 
in traffic. Well, you know, Mary, if you love these housewives, you're going to love these house guys. Girl, we'll, we'll talk about that in nuance. nuance. We have so much to talk about. I can't believe how dare they try to pander to me. Who wrote that? Who wrote that? Yeah. Who are you to get me wet? That's a Ramona Singer quote. But who are you? I to... don't even know who you are. I don't know who you are. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So Jax comes in um, really, really cute. I want to hang out with Jax. Mm. You know what I mean? I like Jax. Yeah. Even though Jax is probably, I don't know. Thinks I'm an old man, you know. Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe you, you probably have nothing in common, you know. Exactly. Um, then Lucy Laduca comes in. This is somebody that I'm like. First of all, I have a huge crush on you because mm. you're gorgeous. Mm. Um, God, a construction worker by day, drag queen by night. Like, I don't know. I'm kind of shady, uh, saying you know, oh, I've seen Am- Amethyst outfit before, but it's nice to see it in the workroom. Twelve years of drag queen. You know, I'm kind of like, okay, Lucy and I would get along. I like this energy. Uh, Lucy Galuli. I like Lucy right away. I just, right away, I liked her. She's got, and I hope it doesn't turn out the same way, but from Drag Race UK, like Carrot Top oh. had that kind of like Connie Britton kind of uh-huh. vibe. I'm getting a little bit of the same. It's my kind of girl. Um, yeah, Lucy seems great. Uh, and I was... I was really sad to see her not do well this week, but um, up to that point, I thought she was great. The other one that I'm rooting for comes in after her with Mistress Isabel. What is it about Mistress Isabel that I love so much, Mary? I feel like out of drag, I have been friends with this girl so many times, right? Yes. You know what I'm talking about? This girl. We sat next to each other in like bio. Yes. And like there's this kind of like she's got a good heart, but a bit of a tough exterior. She's got a Mm -hmm. good sense of humor. Kind of looks. This is the kind of girl she looks like. And and there's just invite her and she'll come. Yeah. And and she's kind of like you don't expect her to be as warm as she really is because she can be kind of a ball buster, too. But like, I don't know. I'm just grab. I gravitate to girls like this, you know? I agree. Maybe that's what it is. There's, I feel like, I feel like I've worked with women like her. Yep. Same. Like, and not in drag, but like women like she is out of drag. You know what I mean when I say that? Like, yes. No. There, there's, there's this girl, Kristen. I'm thinking about who is, who is like this. There was another one in college who was like, this. I've been friends with Mistress Isabel Brooks my whole life. Yeah. The there's um. In my last school, and we, we won't say the name on this podcast, but in my last school that I worked at, she was the f- the front office desk clerk. Mm-hmm. And oh. we got along so well. It's so easy to get along with this, with this woman. Yeah. Uh, and yet she's like, you know, called shady. I just don't think she's shady in the sense that Irene is. You know what I mean? Like mm. Irene, I think, is like pushing it on to others where Mistress is just like, well, yeah, this is this is just how it is. This is how I it, am. Rather. It's such a different energy. I I I <laughs> I love Mistress so much. She's such a good vibe. Uh, yeah, I love Lucy going. Can I just call you Mistress? Just call you Mistress. <laughs> is it okay? Yeah. When oh, I love, she wants she... to be Yolanda. I'm just like, oh, I'm here for all of this. Yeah, making a Yolanda joke. I was because we talked about this with Drag Race UK, but I love how like. John Benet Ramsey and Yolanda are like these drag references now. It's wild. It's, it's, wild. it's nuts. It's so dark and <laughs> and I it's but I'm so not dark. against it. Like it but what I don't I don't 
I don't flinch when I hear it. It's just like, yeah, it's a drag joke. It's a drag joke. Yeah. If you think about it too much, then yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. bad. But if you think of it like, oh yeah, that drag reference, right? Jumping a Ramsey, and yeah. then you just move on, like it's okay, I guess, you know. Yeah, or the, the validating validating it. a joke you're not supposed to make. Like that's the <laughs> whole point. You know? Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Um, Robin Fierce comes in. Robin looks like some famous woman. Oh, my God. I mean, RuPaul said she looks like Melba Moore, who I had to look up, but I was like, she really does look like Melba Moore. Um, <laughs> one of our Marys on Instagram was like said that Robin was giving like NPR host realness, and I can't oh. get that out of my head. That is spot okay. on. Big okay. NPR, like glamorous NPR host. I appreciated Yolanda slash mistress saying Robin's lace was reflecting from the duct tape under her cap. Oh yeah, just like reading it, calling it out, only only saying facts. Mm-hmm. Right, like just calling out. It's like, oh yeah, didn't expect those lights. Whoops, honey, <laughs> should wear a little cap or something. Yeah. Um, Robin, I I I like Robin. I think like all of these contestants, they're gorgeous, and some some people have to go home sooner than later. And I think Robin is going to be one of those people. I mean, I think if I'm just basing on what I saw this episode, I think that she's beautiful. She's got a great energy. Uh, certainly wasn't the main character of this episode, but that doesn't have to mean anything uh, long term. But I think, you know, talent show wise, the looks, it was like, OK, everything yeah. read is very, very safe yeah, on the great. higher side of safe, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did great. You did great. Robin. Yeah. Uh, then the other. God, the. Two more queens walk in that everybody's talking about. Yeah, as Selena says, what in the Maria Kate and Ashley is going on? <laughs> uh, which I just, the Maria Kate and Ashley. Uh, one of our Marys, God, it was just so wonderfully said. They look like an AI-generated version of a, of a drag queen. It's like when you see that someone who like you see like a, a whole grid of faces and then like the little tag says like none of these are real people. These uh-huh. are all AI generated like that's it, it does. And I feel like it's like, of course, I don't like them at first. Of course, I don't like them right now. Like they are practically designed for me as like a, an old, you know, an, an old crab on the on the rocks at 38, 38 this month uh, to not like sugar and spice. They're the beady beady boys. Yes, yes, from the comeback. They are. From the comeback, yeah. There's a there's just a generic brand that they're serving, which is why I think it works on TikTok, you know, because they're gorgeous, right? And that's all they need to be on TikTok. And I think when they come on the show, they're going to be expected to do a lot more. Um, I absolutely think it would be a missed opportunity if they didn't lip sync against each other, which means that one of them is going to go home and the other one is going to stay. Um, it's practically why they were cast. I mean, I feel like the the argument, like you're saying, they just have to be beautiful on TikTok. And I feel like the argument they would, and I'm just, because the yeah, show I think, tries to make a point of this, of like, well, you got to do more than just look good. You got to, you know, you put on, and I, I can't even finish what the, what what that, what you got to do is, because I don't follow drag queens on TikTok. Uh, I can gather, you know, they do that thing where it's like, you're out of drag and then you rub the little paint, you know, makeup uh-huh, brush in the, yeah, in the camera that. and now you're uh-huh. in drag. Like, Plastic right. Tiara has, like, made the rest of her career based off of doing shit like that. But I, I think, I think Malaysia clarifies it all perfectly. I think do what you do on social media, do what you do in the clubs. The problem is the overnight success and, or the 
the caution is this all comes so quickly and so big and you don't have like the time to, to develop the experience mm. to navigate that fame and to grow grow that fame and grow with that fame that comes with doing it for a long period of time versus like overnight you have a million followers you're not prepared for what to do with that and i think that to me feels like the most legitimate kind of challenge to social media queens is potentially that their growth could outpace their i don't know professionalism or experience or like what that experience gives a queen you know what i mean I totally hear what you're saying. I think I think if they keep the the desire alive, they can kind of evolve and transform. Uh, Sugar says, you know, I'm dying to be part of this drag community. And like if that's your goal, great. So you start on TikTok in order to get noticed and then be on Drag Race and then the real kind of work and journey begins, right? You have to listen, you have to take advice, you have to you know what I mean? Don't be an asshole. Uh, you know, work, essentially, work at it. Um, I, uh, that's how I can see them having longevity. Like, yes, become part of the community. Well, and I think that there is a real attachment to and reverence for when the work is, you know, I think of when, you know, we interviewed Darcel, and you think of, like, the years of work of, like, we, we were performing on a table at the back of a bar at 3 a.m., uh-huh. you know, and, like, yeah. <clears throat> and the, the career you have to build up from there or, like, doing shit gigs, you know, four hours away or, you know, for tips or whatever it may be. But, like, the hard yards that, you know, are almost the drag version of pull yourself up by your bootstraps. It's hard to not look at that and go, man, you really had to earn your success in a like laborious way versus kind of like, well, they just had to kind of keep their social media fresh. You know what I mean? Like I understand why that doesn't feel like, like the work to become famous the way, you know, to a queen who's yeah. like done it in a much harder way, you know, the character and by character, I mean like your character yeah. is not as developed yet. Um, Cause you're not really, you're not really learning from failures. You're not really learning from struggle. Right. And that and I think there's something about developing your your career, your experience all online. We see so much of the product of that here because how many of these talking heads have these queens breaking the fourth wall or going, oh, my God, that's so crazy. or Oh, that's so shady. So many of these people have a comment section programmed into everything they say and Mm. everything they do. And there is a comment section to everything going on in this episode because there's, you know, assholes like us. There's people in the comments on Facebook. There's Reddit. There is a commentary, but, like, I feel like that self-awareness of of the comment section comes also with creating on social media. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, They're an interesting addition to this cast. I will say they're an interesting addition to this cast, except... There's two of them, right? And they're very generic. And to the point of, I forget which queen said this, but like they did take two spots. Yeah, I, I think that that's maybe my biggest takeaway about the twins because I, I I can see also what Rue likes about them. Like there's certain things I saw in the talent show where like, oh, oh funny. Yeah. Like I get it, you know, um, when Sugar goes, God, I'm so annoying. It's like, that's what RuPaul loves. <laughs> That's what, and I get it. I get right. The, the, oh, I'm the, so bored. I'm so I'm laying in a coffin. Oh, I'm so bored. Rue yeah, loves so that good. shit. So like I get it. I get that there's more there, but their looks in of themselves are not terribly unique. 
right. to a lot of other drag I've seen, and their performance styles are very similar to each other. And so it's like, well, I just saw this. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And so I think that's, that's really right. like the challenge is like, not only is the sugar and spice brand of drag, as far as I've seen so far, you know, familiar, but between each other, I'm not really seeing the difference other than like, I wear darker colors and that's uh -huh. not enough to me, you know? <laughs> I'm a little bit gothy. Yeah, I'm a witch, you know? <laughs> I'm a witch. And I'm the princess. Yeah, yeah no, I get yeah. it, I get it. I will say the, I can't help but see like, you know, the executive producers being like, oh, the these 15 year old girls are just going to love these queens. I just think that that's also part of it because they look so pretty. They're like little dolls and it's marketable. It's sellable. There is certainly I mean, there has to be something about demographics and the kind of drag yeah. that appeals to certain demographics. There has to be some truth right. to that. Absolutely. Like, right. Like, I mean, they look at the success of. Queens in the past. I mean, you have look, you have Georges, you have you know, just like gorgeous queens. Not uh, Georges is a bad example. Uh, Blair Saint Clair, right, uh, mm -hmm. is a perfect example. It's like she's gorgeous. She looks like a little girl. You know what I mean? She looks like a little doll. I feel like the it's like some of these drag queens. The the fantasy they're creating appeals to different audiences in different ways, and. Some of these queens, the fantasy they're creating maybe doesn't speak to us as much, but to a much larger demographic watching Drag Race, it certainly does. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. There are people that love them, Mary. Yeah. There are people like, ah, oh, I wanted to hate them, but I just love them. I'm like, well, I I mean, they're also very attractive, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, there certainly is a little bit of that, like, you know, the, the, the Bellamy's Drag Race. Yeah. Uh -huh. The Twinks and the Trade. Uh, it's like... Season 15, Twinks and Trade. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody said that when they all kind of joined together in the studio. Um, because, and it, there's a lot of truth in that. There's it, there's a there's a look now. Yeah. There, I mean, absolutely. There, there is a significant number of, of Twinks this season for sure. Mm. Um, yeah. We've got we can't really do a Civil War photo shoot anymore. We've got a motorcycle photo shoot now. So, uh, again, my biggest takeaway is when Robin Fierce was on the bike, and I already played this clip, and I got an opportunity to play it before, now I can play it again, when the, when the feathers are blowing and they changed colors and RuPaul was like, Oh, now they red! Oh, oh shoot! This... <laughs> oh, shoot! <laughs> shoot! I just think that was so... Uh, RuPaul was having a great time, these episodes. I, yeah, I, I loved when RuPaul got to interact with sugar and spice because you also see the truth when RuPaul is interacting with both of them, right? Because RuPaul says to sugar, are you having a seizure? Which I, mm -hmm. I mean, it was a read and it was hilarious. And then the whole put it in the time capsule shower cap moment. Oh, I mean, I kept wanting to fix that fucking shower cap. You know, it was like, it's stuck under what you have to pull it out from under the elastic. Uh, <sighs> yeah. And, and Rue's megaphone, I also feel like is, at oh. least needs to be recognized. Yes. Cause like a RuPaul on the megaphone going Selena as titties, like <laughs> just, <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like I'm very, I want to read into like, like I want to believe the narrative that RuPaul doesn't want the twins there, but that it's against his, his will, but we need them for the ratings. And he's like, Oh, fine, whatever. No, but like, cute. that's, fine. that's yeah. my fan fiction. That's how yeah. I watch the season. I don't think that's real. 
Um, it's probably not real, but yeah. Uh, I yeah no, just RuPaul being very confused, being very nice about it. Um, mm-hmm. God, you know what is? She, how badly did she want to say? Put your goddamn wig back on. Yeah, like this is not better. Uh, this whole challenge yeah. is designed to have a fucking wig on. Wild. Yeah, yeah, wild. Um, right. We are now an hour and 20 minutes in. We've met um, everybody. And Spice is goofy. Yeah, Spice, uh, she realized that she's goofy. So that's nice. Um, just like Starlet on Drag Race UK. Uh, she's, she's goofy. Um, so goofy. I also, before we kind of talk about the challenge and whatever, um, there is right before the end of the first episode... Who was it? Amethyst says, you ever hear that joke of 16 drag queens walking to a bar? And her punchline was like, oh, I haven't either. And it's such a missed opportunity because there is a joke. There is a punchline. 16 drag queens walk into a bar. Is that the joke? That's the joke. Uh, Did you hear the one about 16 drag queens that walked into a bar? Um, It's no joke. (laughs) Yeah, it's no joke. Only one of them threw a brick. <laughs> I was going to say, of course you haven't, because none of them survived. Yeah. It's like, well, nobody died at Stonewall Derrick. <laughs> <laughs> there are 16 drag queens in this bar, <laughs> and you're the only one. That you're the only one that has to wear a padding. That has to wear a shower cap. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. There are 16 drag queens in this bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Say goodnight, Kevin. Good yeah, goodnight, Kevin. Good night, Kevin. Uh, anyway, uh, Mary, what should what, what? How should we navigate this? I I do want to keep an eye on the time. I know. I mean, I think that I think it's this is going to be our probably our longest episode of the season because mm. there's so much to cover. To double. So I think it's fair to be like, hey, it's a megasode for a megasode. Um, so that we don't, there's nobody chasing us off. If they want to stop listening, they'll just stop listening. Okay. You know yeah, what I mean? Can, uh, yeah, gotcha. But, uh, you know, they've given us so much to cover. It's 16 queens. We've never, you know, we've never had 16 queens, one of them being goofy. We've never had 16 queens in the room <laughs> She's before. Goofy. Yeah. She's goofy, you know. And yeah. Miss, Mistress Isabel owns a pizzeria. <laughs> <laughs> she owns a pizzeria. That's right. <laughs> It's a pizzeria, Mary. So, uh, you know. It makes me love her even more. I'm right. Like, I was uh, like, perfect. You know, can I get some, just some knots on a plate? You know? Yeah. No, no. Mistress, God, protect that queen at all costs. I Mary. love her. She is. My little she's friend. She's like, she's the girl that be, was friend, that befriended the horse girls. Does that make sense? Yes. Even though she wasn't a horse girl. She's so far from a horse girl, but she just has a no bullshit quality where I mean, I love that she says, you know, I'm not going to talk shit. It's like, as you're talking shit. Yeah. But what she says, but I will help them. And that part's always true. She will help you, you know. Uh, just love her. Yeah, they all kind of do the who knows who game. And, uh, you know, of course, it, they all take shots at sugar and spice. I just feel like that's also why they're cast. You know, these are mm-hmm. AI-generated queens that Drag Race brought on so that everybody could just... <laughs> Right, right. Like here is a perfect example of of drag becoming just this productized, boring thing for everybody. They're called sugar and spice, which are things you add on to flavor something. You know? Yeah. What I mean? Right. Exactly. There. It's it's just the most. Uh, There's no know. substance. There's you no substance. Just sugar and spice. What kind of spices? What are you? Yes, exactly. Yeah. 
Is it brown sugar? Yes. Is it, it granulated? <laughs> is it confectioners? You yes. know, it's powdered. Uh, so, uh, and this is where, you know, just for the, for the bingo board, just as a little preview, Spice refers to the fact that no one went home last season for like a few weeks. Robin asks if there's any chocolate bars. So if you've mm. gotten your, your bingo board and you have a reference to chocolate bars or people not going home last season, you can cross, you know, don't cross it off completely so we can't see it, but circle it or something, you know, uh-huh. I'm going to tell you how to play bingo. A little slash. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, I... They they start to choreograph. I'm very convinced, and I have no justification for this belief, but I am very convinced that somebody from production came in and choreographed this number for them. Uh, that the intention was never to have them choreograph it themselves, but I or that they scrapped it and then Sasha choreographed it. They just didn't show that. But I love that Mistress comes out as the stern aunt. And it's like, look, this is chaos, people. There are too many people talking at once. Yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be one night only for somebody. So I want it to be perfect, which is big, <laughs> Mistress Isabel energy. This yes. for somebody here, they're going home. So I think this should be perfect, like oddly compassionate, uh, and like yeah, oddly compassionate. Just like, oh God, it's yeah, it's it's delivered in such a way that you're like, oh, that was nice. That was, oh, you're being nice, yeah. Uh, and then of course, like didn't, Sa- nice. didn't yeah, didn't feel nice, but oh, it was nice. And you know, uh, uh, Sasha Colby saying, "All right, bottoms, let's take it from the top." I was like, mm. like let's dance the shit out of it. Is basically dance what she's saying. The shit out of it. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah. So again, uh, we we started talking about it earlier, God, yesterday when we started this podcast. Oh um, right, remember that <laughs> about uh, social media queens versus you know seasoned queens um i think that this is a conversation that's gonna continue i think it's that's what everything being set up over these two hours has been that's why we're being told so much about tiktok and going viral and why it's valid and all of that and then we're seeing you know malaysia and seeing all the different sides like all of this is just like setting up a narrative that i think is relevant i to drag race's credit i think this is some like honest reflection of probably what drag mm. is like right now. Yeah, no, I think it's I I think it's a, a a new take on something they tried to talk about. God, eight seasons ago, you know. Well, when they did like social media, the musical or something, it was like, <laughs> yeah, you might. But just, I think yeah. Viola Chachki and Pearl and like season seven. I think that's when these conversations first started. But it was like. And you've also heard iterations of this conversation when it's like pageant queens versus comedy queens, right? That's like the original was pageant versus comedy queens. Uh-huh. We've been doing yeah. this for a while. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Irene and Mistress are not enemies, uh, despite what people, you know, want to think. Yeah. Sugar thinks Shade is bickering because she's such an indoor kid. <laughs> That's um, right. It's very sweet. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting to watch Sugar and Spice. I, it's kind of, I don't know. It's, I, I kind of love that they're on this season because they, oh God, it's, I think it's really cute. Sugar seems to be more apologetic about who they are than Spice, but Spice, I feel like is way more aware of the room and like knows when to shut up. Yeah. I, I, I know what you mean. I, um, I'm going to put a mental pin in that for the season. Part of me, because it's just like, I'm already like, ugh enough sugar and spice you know what yeah, i mean yeah, i'm just like yeah, Ugh, yeah. enough with the i i like i think the whole like and then i found out i was goofy you know like is a perfect example or there's some quote 
maybe it was like later in the episode where she's like, but of course, you know, it's spice. So of course that happens. And it's just like, oh, really? Is that like what spice does? And it's her talking about herself. But that's classic spice. I mean, that's just what I do. Right. And it's just like, it's my oh, brand. It's my brand. And there's just like an element of that of like, God, you, I don't. This care is my career. As much like, as you care about you. Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 That's very true. Yeah. Uh, mayor of Dragville. Let's keep that. Put a pin in that for Mistress, the Mayor of Dragville. I appreciate that title. You know, when she called her the Mayor of Dragville, I heard, I thought she said Mayor of Dragville. That's what I heard. And I was like, is this a Mayor of Easttown uh. reference? And then I thought, acting challenge, Mayor of Beasttown. So just keep that in mind, season 16. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, all right. Do we get this talent show? We're finally here. Um, I am convinced that that these queens did not write and produce these tracks by themselves. There are so many queens who, and I think somebody I saw on, on Twitter was like, or maybe it was actually one of the Drag Race girls. It was Pythia who wrote like, yeah, I saw tweeted it, Pythia. like mm-hmm. Pythia. Excuse me. Uh, you know, I, I misaccented her. Um, it was like, can we put a moratorium on like? You know, self-produced lip, queens lip-syncing to their own tracks for a talent show. You know, bitch put in said it. Also, like, it's unfortunate. I mean, the, the lip-syncs are good, she said, but it's unfortunate because we're going to see them lip-sync all season. We should mm-hmm. see them do something different, right? Which is why the live singing is good. It's why the uh, uh, I, even the you know the gymnastic stuff is good. Why the water is good. Because at least it's different. I I agree. I mean, it's like Malaysia, lip sync to her own track. Spice, lip sync to her own track. Lux, lip sync to her own track. Mistress, lip sync to her own track. Four in a row of queens lip syncing to their own tracks. And there's, because they all sort of sounded the same, Mary, that's why I'm like, I just think the Drag Race producers step in and help them. They They must. Like we don't With hear about any song? other credits. Yeah, I think so. Like we don't hear like these are all professionally produced tracks. Granted, like yeah, maybe they put money into that, but like, like we don't hear anything about. We don't have any footage of them producing these tracks. I'm just like, how real? You know what I mean, Mary? That's I'm just kind of very like, huh. I'm just assuming it's like a look that they've made before the show. This is a song that they've recorded before the show. Um, given the amount of okay. like filters yeah. and whatnot, this did not require like a professional studio to record these vocals. You know, sure. um, so I, I, I just think this was just you know I'm gonna do I, I'm gonna do this and then I'm gonna release it as a single. Like I think it's a it's a marketing tactic is I'm going to debut it on drag race and hopefully do well. And then, you know, promote it on social media as my new single on, on iTunes and make a little money, you know? Okay. I mean, Um, is that happening? I have no idea. I don't know if that model works. I don't think drag race queen music has worked, you know, nine times out of 10, but God bless them for trying. I'm just so glad a queen has finally decided to make a song telling us about how fierce they are and why they should be crowned. It's just never been sung before. Yeah. It's wild. And now I'm like, Oh, that's a great idea. Talk about why mama Rue should crown you. Oh, cause you're already, Oh, you're cause you're so fierce. Right. I, I don't like the, I, I didn't love this talent show because there were so many, that were all the same. It was it was a an, an interesting 
I don't know. It was just a, a thing that I hope this becomes kind of the shark jumping moment for talent shows to not mm. do this anymore, you know? Or for other queens watching to be like, all right, I'm I'm not going to do a dance and a lip sync just to prove I can do the RuPaul brand. Well, I'm going to yeah. bring something different. Right, right. I mean, I think that like Anitra was probably the most successful because she paired it with A, a rattle, B, a little taekwondo, mm. and... Uh, and I guess it was just kind of like didn't focus on this like track pumping her up. It was just focused on duck walking. You know what I mean? Like it was very mm -hmm. specific. I don't need a queen to tell me how great she is. Just like hone in on why. Give me a reason. And she showed us a reason, you know, because she does that. She walked that fucking duck. duck she walk. walked that fucking duck. And that was enough. Um, You know, uh, Lucy obviously. Well, oh, she sung live. Like that's points for me. Yeah, I, you know, even though it didn't sound great, you know, uh, no she was Monet. also holding a mic. I don't know why they didn't give her a Britney Spears mic because she was moving. It just seems so, or why she didn't ask for one because mm. she was. It it was just a little stunted. I uh, otherwise, Mary, like I don't know. Jax, Jax also had a lip sync, but for me, Jax was the winner. Oh God, Jax was incredible. I mean, the, the when when she went to you know start jump roping and Ariana Grande was like, no, I was like, no exactly, way, no yeah. way. It was just that feeling of like, oh, you can't, don't do this. You can't believe you're doing this. It was, so it was cool. so memorable. And yeah. I know that you know obviously the Taekwondo stuff is memorable with Anitra, but I feel like there was so much more of an impact with Jax because of the song, because of the jump rope, and then she did. The back handsprings, Mary. Yeah. No, it was in. She should have won. It was she should have won. And Anitra was great. And I think Jack should have won. I liked her look, too, a lot. Oh, that color look. blocking. Oh, yeah. I love that. So yeah, good. I mean, I, I, I understood from from just how much they showed RuPaul. Like, they, they validated it in the edit. But, like, mm. it could have gone, you know, either way. Uh, it could have gone either way. Uh, which is why I think Anitra is going to go far and Jax is not. Mm, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'll be curious to see if when RuPaul tells Jax to start painting her upper lip as, as well. Mm. It seems to be RuPaul's favorite critique is paint more lip. Give me more lip up there. Worked for Lady Camden, worked for Jambres Blonde. Come on, Jax exclamation point. Jax exclamation point. The Sasha Colby. Let's talk about Sasha Colby. Many uh, Marys wrote in loving it. Many Marys wrote in feeling underwhelmed. Where were you with it? I think that, you know, it, it reminded me of when we did the Case for Ballads episode and we did uh, Sasha Colby as one of the, the numbers. My mind. Uh -huh. My mind. And it was obviously like a much longer number, but had very similar kind of emotions, similar body language, similar kind of that like modern dance like thing. Uh -huh. uh, but it to me, like it also had the space and the time to kind of exist. I think it's really hard to cram all that into a minute. And mm. to have the camera cut away to other people watching and to like right. not give her the full 60 seconds. I love the choice of zombie. It's an amazing song. I, I think it was great. It was all great. I don't think the fact that she was safe was for no other reason than, than that they got more out of uh, Anitra and Jax and, um, and Marsha, it was just like, that's a fun thing to critique because she obviously referred to Ross. Like, there's good teeth. Oh, there, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. 
Sasha Colby had her moment in Untucked to kind of talk about mm-hmm. it, right? Talk about what she does with lip syncing, which, you know, I think is enough for this. Otherwise, yeah, this was a high safe. I was a little outraged when she was safe, but that's because I'm biased. But, you know, you look back on it, you're like, yeah, this was a fine performance. Did she need to be in a straight jacket? Probably not, you know? Um, but I did love how she kind of undid her wig and she is an amazing lip syncer. Like it was just so engaging. I didn't think about your point though, Mary. It's a really good point that they they are going to cut away in that sixty seconds. So you don't really have sixty seconds to do a town act. Yeah, you have like you have moments, right? You have to find the the video bites. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing an emotional journey, you know what I mean. Like I think those cuts can break from whatever kind of experience you're trying to create. So. Mm. I, I don't think there was anything wrong. I think she's uh, – this takes nothing away from how great I think she is. It was just Ugh. like, oh, I wish she just had more time to do more. But, uh, you know, uh, she had nothing to prove, obviously. No. And it was a great choice of a song. I mean, if you pick the Cranberries, you're already just like head and shoulders above the rest. I You know, I got to say the 90s representation from Lisa Stansfield to Cranberries mm. to Boys to Men, I was like, this mm-hmm. this is great. We've got Anya last season. This uh-huh. is excellent. Um, no, no, they're keeping them alive. Just like, you know, in the 90s, they kept the 70s alive. It's just that thing you do. Yeah. Um, just like that movie, that thing you do. That thing you do. Oh, my God. I quit. I quit. I quit. Um, I want to talk about uh, Princess Poppy. Yeah. You know... Here's my thing. I thought the song was was funny. I thought the whole like the song was really funny. The issue is that if she was say for some reason she was singing this live and then mm. was my was um doing a ventriloquist thing with the puppet, then it would be like, oh wow, she's doing the whole act. Yeah. In right. this one, this puppet, which is just kind of like a fucking you know uh, uh, oven mitt, um, is singing half the song and she's not doing anything. And the problem was whenever the puppet was singing, Poppy wasn't doing anything. And so it's like, well, this is just you flapping your hand. Like, that's not a talent. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's the concept that was her talent, I guess. You're right. You're right. She should have sung that live for it to have more of an impact. Um, but I, at least it was different. Again, because you had, I mean, you had Selena, you had Anitra, you had... Um, I, not Irene. Uh, Robin. Sugar you and had, spice. Uh, sh- yeah, sugar and spice. Um, Mistress Lux and Malaysia all doing original lip sync songs. Absolutely. I, you know, I think Poppy stood out because it was different. I still liked it. There was just this part of me that was like, oh, I wish even if she wasn't singing, she was reacting more when the two of uh-huh. them were singing, just so I could feel like. Poppy yeah. was always the star. It was always kind of doing, making the most of her 45 seconds. You That's know? a good point. She, yeah, they didn't, we didn't know if she was reacting or not really. Yeah. And when we would see like her moving the puppet, she would just kind of keep like a, you know, uh, just a blank face. A blank face. So, yeah. um, listen, I agree with you. There's so many lip syncs to people's own tracks. Selena Astidia's principal Astidia's was my favorite one though. I, or one of my favorites at least. I thought there was something about it where I just, 
it it had more of a sense of humor, I think, than some of the other ones. Because she quoted Will Smith. Well, God bless her for that. That was amazing. I thought she was so funny. And like, because your man likes Latin. I just like, oh, she, she had a great, like, I think that was what was missing from some of the other ones, like Malaysia or whatever. It's like, oh, lighten up, honey. You know? Yeah. yeah make sure you find your light. No, you need to find your light. Yeah. You need to uh, lighten no, the she, fuck she, up. She, she, yeah, she had a really good one. And Anitra did as well. Obviously, it was very memorable and it was brandable. Um, Marsha's. I, it was just a huge standout because it was so unexpected and funny. And like, she was a great dancer, you know? I think it was that of like, and she was like, you know, doing all of that perfectly. I was concerned when it first started that Marsha was trying to get the, the Willow Pill Award for Look at Me. I'm not like oh. the other girls. But she pulled it off and I didn't think about Willow at all. I didn't think about Willow at all either. Yeah, no, I didn't get that at all. I wondered, and this is again, just like a fan wondering about production, but like... Did she know Ross was going to be on the first episode uh-huh. or was it like, hey, is it Ross or Carson? I need a prop. Oh, what's the prop for? Well, it's this. Oh, OK, Ross. So let's give you a prop of Ross. Because, right? yeah, absolutely. They definitely supplied them with with props yeah. and whatnot. So someone from production printed out a picture of Ross for her. Yeah. Which is why I don't think it's crazy to think that maybe they also supplied you know, a produced track, but anyway, that's a lot to give someone know, a picture of Ross and then a whole it's fucking my, song. It's my tin, my tin hat, Mary. I just like really all of them had the means to do this. I don't know. I'm just like, ugh, have you I heard a drag so. queen song? They all sound like no, this. You're right. You're right. Mary. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's probably a website that they can yeah. you know, log in. on. I think them. if the songs were better then I might be on board with your theory, but like these were sure. standard right. drag right. race, drag queen songs. Especially sugars. I I don't want to pick on them too much because yeah, they had they both had one moment that was really funny, right? Um mm-hmm. Spices was in the beginning, Sugars was towards the end, but like Sugars to me was it did feel very generated, like like randomly from a computer. Oh, I just yeah, I I yeah, they had their funny moments. This drag doesn't appeal to me at yeah. all. This humor doesn't appeal to me, these jokes don't like I, I just feel like I it just doesn't I mean you know and obviously this is early I on. like I'm so bored though Mary well that's the only part that I liked <laughs> but it was like I had to go through this whole other performance where it was like you know pick your nose before you pick on me and I'm like oh brother oh god you know what her, uh, spices reminded me of it reminded me of lemons rap verse in uh Priyanka's song now that is a work of art that is a work of art that's but, a performance. It's the same kind of tone, though. You know, like, and I'm a bitch. Yes. And yeah. and you're a witch. You know, it's it's that type of white girl rap, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. White girl gay rap. Yeah, me and my Lexus. Yeah, like, it's it's all, uh-huh. of course, a white girl's just driving around in her, in her, in her Lexus, you know, in her, in her, in her pre-owned infinity. And being um, a total whore. And being a total whore in my daddy's <laughs> Lexus. I'm so bored. It's like I get it It's just You know Give me Selena's titties Any day You know Yeah I agree A little bit more engaging Although Again I mean as much as I love Selena's Like It got lost In the mix for me Of course Of course I had to be reminded of it When I watched it And I was like Oh yeah I did like this But 16 queens You know 16 girls You know Uh 16 16 queens there in this 16 house. Queens and in you're this the house. only one who had to make water. Yeah, I mean it just <laughs> I the Did, idea was so there. He, he, the idea was there. So bitch thinks that she was kind of 
edited poorly. Well, you know, she, and I think this might even corroborate with the bingo board, she did tweet something of like, oh, wow, when you add in different backing music and you like cut away <gasps> to people's reactions, it really does change how funny something is. Oh, shit. So like, and so she already did say a little something about that. I mean, like, they needed to really emphasize why she was going home. So yeah, they put that, that wasn't the music she chose if she had any, you know. Uh, one of my favorite moments from her tutorial was when Ariana Grande had this small clap because uh-huh. she thought it was over. I love that. Oh, uh, that was great. That was so uh, good. And and obviously Malaysia's soundbite. No one's making any noise except the ice cubes. I mean, it's if true. anything though, it, like Malaysia was there. So Irene can tweet whatever she wants, but like Malaysia was there and she is commenting on something you know? i feel like any of the other queens like let's let's go to roscoe's what are they saying at Ros- it sounds like they say mm-hmm. all kinds of shit at roscoe's they do. i feel like queen there could be like no it was worse <laughs> it was worse the music helped don't listen to her Viola tchotchke is the worst queen to work with on tour <laughs> wow guess we'll find out in nuance <laughs> anyway uh yeah the the this was the longest one in history, and I hope it never is this long ever again. Or it's the whole episode, much like a lip sync SmackDown. It's the whole episode, and the acts are different a la Drag Race Spain. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's uh, someone did post on Twitter, like, because, you know, it's like, lest we forget the Drag Race España season two talent show and, and you know, uh, what's, yeah. your, what's your thing? Drag Sethless. And it was like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's the best one. That really did make a difference. And that was just one. That's the thing is it's not like that was the only good performance of the talent show. It was, it was one after the other. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, oh, I'm going to watch that again. I just remember at Estrella, she had that food one that made me yep. kind of emotional. Diamante Brown, like, had the whole party going uh-huh. into the judges panel. Yeah. Yep. Sharon had some beautiful singing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my God, Drag Race España is so good. Um, anyway, we I, I I I don't have any notes on the looks. Same. So I think <laughs> for everything that we've talked about, I think we've already talked about how Chanel Dubois came down the runway, and that's probably my only big note. Yeah, I, I the runway for me was very generic, and to it's a kind of a warning shot for the season though because. If the if the runway of who is she and the whole point is to have a drag look that tells me who you are, and this is what we got, I'm kind of like I, I don't know if many of you know who you are as drag queens yet. I think I maybe learned more about Sugar and Spice from Michelle. Hello, right. I'm Belle. Oh know. yeah, I'm from Long right. Island. This I go my to Roosevelt Mall. You just saw my sister Belle. Like that, I loved. Obviously, that that's. That fantasy. Yes, Michelle, narrate these Long Island sisters all day. I got another hour. Go for it. Oh, I know. No, no. Where's her beast? I I mean, yeah. Michelle wins BSA for me for the commentary on these runways. That was, I, I, I really felt like it was almost Michelle's own, like, not taking sugar and spice seriously moment. She's like, oh, look, I'm Belle. I'm in Long Island, you know? Oh, you know what I also love is that Michelle is not going to let them leave Long Island, you know, because they're like, oh, well, we're in L.A. now. It's like, no, you're from Long Island, dear. Yeah. Come on. You know, 
you're from Huntington. Yeah, let's come on. be honest. Massapequa. Somewhere in the five towns yeah, are two Ronkonkoma. twins. Ronkonkoma. Yeah. I know yeah, what exactly. you do You're up on there. the Ronkonkoma line. I know what goes on over there. You got Syosset all oh, over you. God, you've been wanting to go to the Hamptons for years, but you still haven't gotten there. Yeah, where are you? Where did you? You're, you're on the South Shore somewhere at a Buffalo Wild Wings. You haven't been to Fire Island. You just live in Sayville. Yeah. You just go to Sayville because they got a nice supermarket. Oh, God. I slip. Oh, big I slip. Big I slip. I slip, you slip. We all slip. We all all right, slip. Mary? But no, they've got they, that energy of like, but we just moved to L.A. That thing. That concept of mm. we were somewhere else, but now we've moved to L.A. Yeah, we because, here now. Yeah. because things have taken off. So we've got to move to L.A. Mm. That concept is it, it wows me that that's still like a relevant choice. Well, but I don't know. I think it's fair. They're young, Mary. Remember when you were young? You're like, oh, I'm going to move to a big city now. Oh, OK. I, I did. No, I totally. I, but it, it's it's just that like the concept of once you you know, what things are taking off. Okay. Your next move is you need to go to LA. Like it's the thing that you hear. So, like, I don't know. It makes me think of waiting for Guffman even of, of like, Oh, okay. Right. We got to go to LA. We got to get in there. And it's like, obviously they're, they've gone to LA and now they're on drag race. But like, yep. when I think of, I got to go to LA, then it's like, okay, time for auditions. You know what I mean? Time for, mm-hmm. uh, you know, open calls or whatever. Waiting they're called. A table. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. It just, it, oh, there's just something about the concept of like things are starting to take off. So I'm going to move to LA and see if I can make it, you know, like, Oh honey. Well, they are making it. Let me tell they you, they did. already did. No. Yeah. Well, and, but I guess there's also a concept of like going back to TikTok. Do you really, well, like, moving to LA is not to become famous. They're already quote unquote famous. They've got a huge audience. So what does it mean now to go viral and have a huge interactive audience on social media? What does moving to L.A., what doors does that open? Beyond Drag Race and all that. You know what I mean? Like, why would people do that now? Is it to get on TV? Is that the next step? To get an agent? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you need a gig. I guess it's there's this part of me that feels like if you've got, like, 6 million followers on TikTok— Work with those six million followers, honey. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. The The model is changing now, right, because of social media. But if you want to make it bigger than that, like if you want, a, you know, a, I guess the other thing is, and we're seeing this conversation play out on Drag Race, is there is still sort of a validity problem, right? Mm-hmm. You're not really taken seriously if you're a viral sensation, because you're not working on a set, working with cameras, working with unions. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. Whereas I think a lot of that stuff is like, oh, so you can be on like, what, a CBS sitcom? You know what I mean? Where it's like all of that <laughs> creates some of the most mundane, boring, watered down media, yeah. like bullshit advertiser, corporate driven nonsense. That's what you're chasing after. Stay on TikTok, get big brand endorsements and make whatever the fuck you want. And I know you can't make whatever you want with brand endorsements, but there's still like a, I I don't know what seems appealing about like getting onto, you know, a, a free form show. Well, okay. So here's, here's some other kind of 
uh, devil's advocate not that i like when people play devil's advocate but like i'm just trying to think of why sure. you would move to la yeah. you might also move to la for the weather you might also move to la because you want more space because there's hotter guys there because you know what i mean you might you're young you want to make some new friends you're from long island you don't want to move to the city you know it's it's a little too close it's too expensive yeah i'm gonna move you know and live in silver lake or wherever uh with my twin brother you know and we're gonna keep continuing the success we're gonna be in proximity of of other influencers like you know collabs, Robert Anderson collabs yeah. collabs that's what the OnlyFans kids do yeah um I just think that proximity is also important you know there's it's it's not unheard of that people are just moving to a city to be in proximity of other like-minded gay people you know or other uh, like-minded artists absolutely and and that they chose to go 3000 miles away instead of 30 miles away is also interesting yeah you're right you're right it is very specific but 30 miles away where to boston oh to new york city oh but new york isn't it's i mean i don't know i feel like it's expensive and the weather's the same so that's why i'm trying to look for other reasons you know i i mean to me i don't think anyone moves to la i mean to move to la for the weather it's like Honey, you know it's warm other places, right? Well, that are you're cheaper. right, you're right. Yeah. I, you know who I think of? I think of Monet. And I think of the conversation that Bob and Monet used to have or had for a few episodes on Sibling Rivalry where Monet's like, yeah, I'm going to move to Portland. And Bob's like, Monet, move to L.A. I, I totally – I understand that going – it's just I'm so fascinated by like – because I guess I would never want to go to L.A., and right. I would We're never, like that. and I'd never want to pursue something in like the world of like Hollywood or Hollywood adjacent. I think it's all loserville. That it's just like <laughs> it is. It's so everyone's fake and bull. And it's it you know city of fake and, city bullshit. Of fake and bullshit. City of fake yeah. and bullshit. Um, <laughs> and I just would never switch like the idea of like oh yeah I'm gonna go move to L.A. and you know yeah, go well, hang you know out with lives, TikTokers. You know who lives in L.A., Mary? Tasha Colby. Tasha Colby. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't knock it. I guess so. I guess that's fine. Um, can't knock it. Yeah. Well, um, uh, you know, I think we, I think we've kind of exhausted this episode. Obviously, we have the safe queens. The bottom was Irene, Lucy, and Amethyst, which we talked about, and the Marsha Jackson and Nitra were in the top. And I think Jack should have won, but I'm happy that Anitra won. Yeah, Anitra won, and then we got, you know, thank God. Lucy Galuli was safe because she made them fucking laugh. Yep. And uh, we got an Amethyst and uh, Irene. I don't know if I love that drag name, Mary. <laughs> I mean, like, how long until they call her Amethyst? You know what I mean? As soon as she wears gloves, they're going to call her Amethyst. Amethyst. Didn't they already say that joke? Not yet. I I was listening okay. for it. I think she called her Enema Fist. Oh, Enema Fist. Enema Fist. So I, I think I naturally, Enemathist. you know, where there's an enema, there's a fist, you know? That's true. Um, uh, yeah, we get a Seven Rings. Obviously, it's a great lip sync song. Uh, and Irene was serving Chanel. It's when Irene's costume started to fall off and then she sort of became unfocused that that's when she lost. Because this could have gone either way it for for much of it we could have gone either way but you know if if we've learned anything from the real world seattle irene's tend to go home early that's right <laughs> that's right and uh you know what colin you're a homosexual yeah and you're a homosexual yeah ah, well you're a bitch don't throw my teddy bear in the ocean I think about irene's teddy bear getting thrown in the water all oh, the time so sad. nobody fished it out they couldn't oh. God, poor Irene. 
That thing, that thing was like Virginia Woolf. <laughs> it was God. You're homosexual, Colin. <laughs> yeah. You're a bitch. Doesn't he like play with his junk or something? Yeah, he goes, ah, yeah. well, you're a bitch. That's what he says. And and then he runs outside and slaps her, right? Yes, that's the slap that Will Smith saw and was like, I'm going to do that. Yeah, someday. yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you better keep your Irene's out of my house. Yeah, that's that's right. Um, one moment that I love during the lip sync, and you know, not to take anything away from Amethyst and Irene, you know, they they were fine, but the best part of it was when they showed Ariana lip syncing. Yep. Yes. Yeah. There was a kind of a, a call and response moment with Amethyst. Yep. Uh, I, you know, um, I'll say this. Listen, and and BSA of the week, new new Marys or Marys who just you know never knew and didn't want to ask. BSA of the week is best supporting actress of the week. This is the queen or the person in the show regardless of their size of their screen time, who just made a special impact to us that we just had to call out. My BSA is so-and-so. So every week we're going to have a BSA. And who is it, Mary? You know, I I kind of resisted it, but I think I'm, I feel so basic. I'm going to give it to Ariana Grande. I thought she was a hoot. I thought she was. Congratulations to Beverly. Congratulations to Beverly. I just, uh, you know. What's wrong, Anitra? What's wrong, Anitra? But I, I, you know, I just really liked uh, Ariana Grande. I thought she was a great guest host. Pink news. Pink news is calling for more Ariana Grande. Sorry. I loved Michelle during the Spice and Sugar runways. I could totally see her having it. There's something about. There's something something that I feel like the mayor of Dragville deserves a BSA. Oh, for. our our friend Isabel, mistress. <laughs> our, our mistress. Our fr- yeah. Uh, oh my god, like the the phone rings. It's Colin there. It's Johnny there. Oh, hey. And your mom is like, "It's it's your friend Isabel. <laughs> it's your friend." Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's something about her that I feel like I'm kind of like, "Yeah, let's give it to mistress." Yeah, I would say she had the chocolate bar during her lip sync. I'm like, yeah, that was a really great little moment. That was very smart. That was I thought that gave her like a step up of like, okay, if you don't give Rue a rattle, at least refer to one of his products or her products or their products. Exactly. Uh, So I think she could get it. Um, Yeah, let's give it to let's give it to her and you can give it to Ariana. Ariana Grande. All right. Uh, that um, feels balanced. Uh, honorable mentioned Orinatia slash Vivacious, who I it was very sweet that she came on the show. You know, I think that's like in the spirit of Vivacious, like, yeah, let's celebrate season 15 girls. I'll come on the show. It, I, I thought that was a, you know, uh, it was a nice chance to bring her back and give her a little chance to walk. It, it wasn't quite that walking moment from the season six reunion, but who cares, you know? Yeah, no, I, I noticed the same thing. I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, it didn't quite take off the same way. <laughs> she didn't quite take off the same way, I guess you could say. <laughs> uh, neither did Irene. You know, I, I feel bad that Irene went home so early. I do think that she had a lot to go uh, to show, but. Somebody has to go home first, and yeah, yeah it's just how it works. Yeah, yeah, that's how this it, game works. Yeah. Um. So, uh, good night, Irene. <laughs> I believe is what we that could almost be our last chance lip sync, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. No. Uh, before we talk about our last chance lip sync, Marys, thank you for listening, going on this double journey with us. If you have any thoughts, any thoughts at all, you can reach out to us on Instagram at AllRightMaryPod. That's also where you can share your bingo cards. Please play along with us. We're 
we're trying to look at this season just a little bit differently and have some fun with it. Um, and it's more fun if everybody plays. Um, so you could share it with us there, or you can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com and reach out to us through there or find the bingo card, which is allrightmary.com slash drag dash race dash bingo and play bingo along with us i am on instagram at johnny also and you can hear more of me on my other podcast the best supporting podcast uh every week cleaning out on best supporting actresses uh or you can find me on instagram at colin drucker underscore uh or you can get more of both of us on patreon at patreon.com slash all right mary where not only would you get access to so many seasons that we've covered recently international seasons movies that we've talked about at the only mary's level some deep dives into our personal lives uh it's uh, hundreds of episodes uh and if you uh join us for patreon this season we're gonna be putting out i assume we're gonna put out nuance for everybody this week um, but then going forward, uh, Nuance, the All Right Mary After Show, will be an exclusive Patreon-only episode. That's correct. Our last chance lip sync, Mary. Because of Anitra's impact, because of the rattle, it is the DuckTales theme song. I feel like if you could get a drag queen lip syncing to this and doing a duck walk, there's going to be hundreds and hundreds of dollar bills being thrown at her. I mean, she's going to be diving into a literal pit of money. This Woo! is correct. Yeah. Woohoo. I mean, you have, you know, Huey, Dewey, and Louie and uh, Webby. 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 Uh, kind of come on. You know, I don't know. Be a fun little moment. Just saying. Uh, I'm here for it. I, you know, um, well, quack, quack, honk, honk. And uh, quack, quack, quack. quack. Yeah. <laughs> Ducks fly together, Mary. That's what we're trying to say. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah. So um, anyway, we will hopefully see you all over in Nuance. And otherwise, we'll see you next week. Bye. Tatsins. Nice is like a hurricane gear in Duckbird. Race cars, lasers, aeroplanes. It's a duck blur. Might solve a mystery.